Chapter 3 Ahmed opened his eyes to complete blackness. Am I alive? Panicking, he put his hand in front of his face and he couldn't see it. He moved his fingers. Still nothing. Ahmed's frantic eyes moved back and forth and there was not a sliver of light. I'm blind, he thought. A sudden surge of adrenaline compelled him to action. His brain sent a signal to stand up and as he did, the pain shot from his feet to his head like a hammer hit on a high striker in a carnival. Gravity pulled his broken body to his knees, and he collapsed. He felt his body. No clothing. What happened? Am I dead? No, he thought. I must be alive. He was in too much pain to be dead. He felt his chest for bullet wounds, but found none. Except for some tender spots on his chest and back, and some scrapes on his knees, there was nothing. They must have used rubber bullets. Ahmed strained to see, but it was no use. He felt his face. It was swollen and bruised. They must have blinded me in the shooting, he thought. As his other four senses came to life, he realized that he was sore all over. He tried to stand again, but his legs would not cooperate. He felt them with his new eyes. The bones felt straight and unbroken. Must be sprains, but why am I blind? He struggled to control the panic and the terror. Think, think, have to think. Ahmed crawled on his hands and knees and propped himself up against the wall, which was as cold and damp as the floor. He felt along the walled boundaries of his confinement. One, two, three, four, five, six, about seven feet in one direction. One, two, three, four, about five feet in the other direction. Next, he negotiated the circumference on his hands and knees. How did he get himself into this mess? From his cozy home in Santa Barbara to the battered and occupied Baghdad to this. His brother Sabine needed his help, so he went. It was as simple as that. The next events were a blur to him. The raid, his capture. Now he was in some kind of military prison. Since his capture, Ahmed had been stripped naked, cavity-searched, shaved bald, beaten, kicked and spat on. And then the mock execution. It made his current confinement in this dark cage somewhat of a relief, not at all what it was designed for. The walls were as cold as a headstone. He felt around them until he came to a steel door. He thought of his wife, Catherine. She must know he was missing by now. But even if he was to be rescued, what good is a blind husband? An accountant by trade, there was no way he could work with figures as a blind man. He would be a complete burden on the entire family. The best thing to do is to kill myself, he thought. He had some life insurance and wondered if it would pay off in the event of his suicide. The time passed, but Ahmed had no way of measuring it. How long have I been like this? Ahmed concentrated on his other senses, but there was no input save the sound of the pounding of his own heart. His mouth was as dry as a slab of jerky, so he tried to wet his broken lips with his tongue. In despair, he dropped to the floor. Lying there on his back, he rubbed his eyes, and suddenly he saw tiny stars above him in the blackness. Light! I can see light! The tiny stars spread out in a geometric pattern like symbols in a matrix. This can't be stars. They're not random. Ahmed's accountant's brain analyzed the patterns of light, but then they turned into eyes, angrily staring at him. Stop! Stop! Please! Somebody help me! Then the eyes pulled back to reveal a miniature firing squad with their rifles trained on Ahmed. He heard the blast of the rifles, almost in slow motion, and felt the bullets ripping through his flesh as his brain switched off.